Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy, Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy here. And this is Big Geek Umar. How y'all doing today? Come better on, than your ability. Oh, y'all better give me something, man. Y'all better got, give me something. What the hell, I man? I got in my head. I was like, I'm going to almost say something right after I say my name. And then I, I, saw, like, I saw him sweating. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, you know what? You know what? Sweating is that mic you're giving all that love to. Why are you so up on that mic, Bill, bro? <laughs> does, man. He's like, he's, I haven't seen it in a minute, bro. Yo, <laughs> yo, it's your boy Tactics. <laughs> also, I'm eating pistachios, so I don't want to show my face just yet. Yeah, well, <laughs> pro- protein shakes to the camera. Let's go. All right then. <laughs> <laughs> that was a let's go. That, I gave it to you, okay? Um, all right. So we are going to start off our geeky news segment uh, as we always do, and we're going to start it off with. Probably the most controversial thing we've heard in a while. Uh, it's the TI. It will not be coming back for uh, Ant Man and uh, Wasp uh, movie three. Darcy, do you want to lead this one? You know, when you first said the most controversial, I'm like, everything we're talking about is controversial. So which one's the top of the list again? That's the first thought that went through my head. And I was like, when you said TI, I'm like, yeah, you're not wrong. That is the worst one. So, um, uh, a few weeks back, at least two, I think, um, a uh, stripper, I think out of Vegas, uh, put up like an Instagram story with like, well, several story. And it, it was all these like DM conversations with other women. And basically, if I were to try to summarize all this, T.I. and his wife have been predatorily um, bringing lots of women together over the years to sleep with them and it, even including situations where they're heavily drugged and oh, like I would say borderline or is rape I like you know one situation was the, like one of the women T.I. passed off to like one one of the guys in his crew and she definitely oh, was like, called called it like she woke up next morning after a bunch of drugs some of the women were, like knowingly were like you know and willingly and we're not like obviously um they were going into the situation willingly and for whatever set of reasons of their own decisions but the woman was describing how they were they were doing too much sometimes too aggressive very bad scenarios basically and it's not like it's one or two it's like 20 basically the way the women were talking about it in like the the dms and stuff like that that were posted it's like r kelly 2.0 plus bring your wife to 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 the story um so there's a lot there and uh, I definitely don't see um, any Disney products he's going to be associated with. To be fair, he had gone to prison before for, for like I think drugs and definitely uh, armed weapon. I don't I don't know if he actually got the charge for the drugs that were in the car. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised in the first place I worked with him with his history and then finding out this. It's uh, it's not looking good. Damn, I didn't know. I did not know any of that. I just heard that, like, I thought there was like sexual assault allegations in this, like, on like on set, but like, nah, that's so much worse. I didn't even hear about the on set stuff. This is just stuff that like popped up because, like, I'm you know I do music, and so there, you know, you just sometimes things pop up in that space in the social media, and it just popped up one morning, and it was just like, I read like twenty stories from women, and it was just. Fuck. 
it was it, it was intense like it was just it sounded like there's like situations where like you know a woman would not feel comfortable with a situation and the wife would be like oh this you don't want to sleep with my man like what's wrong with you blah 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 and like pressure her into it oh you know like that peer pressure into doing drugs and the drugs would make women black out and then they'd wake up and it's just like in like a situation one of those described like there was like they had a party with a bunch of women and after each woman they were done with they just kind of put them into this bathroom and like we were waking up in bathtubs after these occasions it's like it's bad stuff it is some bad stuff and you just know that if 20 of them have been talking among them amongst themselves and have come forward can you imagine how many have not yeah, and and of course, there's like a lot of stuff that's very. Uh, there's always a line, right? And there's a lot of stuff that's like for certain people will feel great because I know that some some people have gone into those decisions making them whether it's for to get something out of it or they just want to party and they want to have a good time. And yeah. most of what was happening, maybe they were okay with, and then something went too far, and it's kind of like well. That's, that can be very great for some people, right? I can understand how people could be very confused in that situation and what to do with it and whatnot in the future. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. T, do you have, uh, did you know about all the stuff ahead of time or no? No, I had no idea. I'm, But then again, I'm not really surprised by this, and this is why I've said this before and I'll say it again. I don't idolize celebrities yeah. in the least bit. Like, you know... I, I've said, you know, like we were talking about this off off air about uh, Michael B. Jordan, how that's my dude, you know, like, but I, again, I'm like, I don't put it past, you know, it, if he is to later come out and say that he's done some crazy shit or it's been revealed that he's done some crazy shit, not putting it out there that he has, but yeah. this is why I don't, uh, I don't idolize celebrities or put them high on a pedestal like that. I'm, I'm not really all that surprised, especially coming from T.I., you know, like he just exponentially ruined his career in a matter of seconds because of this whole situation right well not really seconds but <laughs> right yeah but i mean it's just it it's yeah I, i'm i'm not surprised i i feel like this now messes things up in regards to disney's um decisions future decisions to um hire, hire any like rappers you know what i mean because they already have that stigma of being womanizers and and just in terms of the context of of their their rap material like it just doesn't paint them in the in a good light to begin with and like you know you have to be almost like consider like you don't almost you do almost have to be like a bubblegum bubble rapper to be considered um on the disney roster like um not to say that childish gambinos um falls in that category but he's a very he's relatively clean in that regard, as far as we know, has right? Charles Gambino been in a Disney film? Well, the Star Wars, um, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, yeah, I feel like Ti has kind of ruined anyone else's chances. Uh, like, if you're a rapper, get out of the game now. If you want to work for Disney, and you know, learn to knit or you know, get a job at Costco's or something, because the rap game ain't for you if you're trying to get on that Disney lineup. So, yeah, you I'm not surprised. You know, as somebody in music, I got to say that I don't even like seeing artists show up in films unless they, one, are just like actually 
legitly talented. Like maybe I didn't know that you were an actor. Like maybe I didn't like, like let's say Childish Gambino, you know, the first thing I ever heard about him was music. Like let's say I, I was that that ignorant to him. Mm-hmm. And then I found out who's like the kind of director actor that he is. I'm like, oh, okay, then all right, I, I can accept that, right? But in general, I just don't like it often because too often it's like a marketing ploy to like boost their career. And it's like, but it's not really adding anything to the film. So yeah. in general, like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like we're at much of a loss. Uh, I feel like the ones that would be talented enough to be in both places already would have been considered. So I think it works in some contexts. Like for example, with Fast and the Furious, yeah, you like makes sense to add a rapper just for kind of the shits and giggles and stuff. And like, look at Ludacris. It's kind of he's kind of, he started off as like a secondary character, not even a secondary character, and then now he's part of the main cast, right? So. Yeah, it can work in that regard, and in, in within a franchise like that. But now with Disney, they're probably gonna just say, "Yo, no, fuck, no, no way, I'm letting a rapper in on this franchise going forward." That or they're gonna vet the hell out of them before they hire them. I mean that that's essentially what they should have done from the get go. I mean, I feel like some people some people have already slipped through the cracks that we've d- discussed before. Um, Actually, no. We, that was more so um, with like the CW and um, the. Yeah. Tw- oh, actually, no, no. With um, what's his name? The guy who uh, James Gunn, with the whole tw- the 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 tweets and shit. Yeah, right? so, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Disney kind of has to. Well, I mean, it's. It, I feel like they have to do more, uh, more of a deep dive into people's personal lives and and before the hiring process. I know it's a little bit harder to Is uncover it- a lot of this stuff, but. It steps into a, a place of invasion of privacy, though, too, at the same yeah, time. Right? Like, yeah. I, fe- I just feel like... Yeah, but what job gives a fuck nowadays, man? Like, you get you get screening... Like, you get criminal screenings for for jobs criminal and shit. Criminal screening well, is not the same, though. No, but, the, but, I, but, even I, with, but even with jobs, they're, they're, they're screening your Twitter and your social media now. Like, that's a thing now. And I feel true. like Disney's not, Disney's not being diligent with that. I would say that, like, given the fact that T.I. had apparently a criminal record prior probably should have discredited him uh, from uh, joining up with uh, like Disney. But at the same time, like I see your point. Dax. It's like, like if people going for like analyst jobs or data entry jobs and that sort of jobs are like getting their Facebook and Twitter, like checked to make sure that they can work there. Like, like, well, the elongated man, for example, yeah. from uh, the CW, like where the hell were anyone checking his tweets? Yeah, like I remember when, um, for example, my cousin CJ, when he was um, when he was trying to become a police officer, like his his social media had to be squeaky clean. Like he had to literally go back before even applying for any jobs or doing any tests. He had to make sure that there was nothing tying it back to him in terms of anything like malicious or um, anything that was, was going to discredit him um, in getting the job, right? And you know, CJ, he's like. You know, he's not he's not like he's not out there in terms of like doing like shady shit or whatever. But even him, he was just like, yo, I have to make sure that like there's nothing that's going to like work against me. Right. So (laughs) the man's got one Tupac T-shirt. That's all it is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) As his hardest moment. No, yeah, that's that's as good as it gets. (laughs) I I put it it this way. This is my thought. I don't want to digress on this too much. But like if you have something like a criminal history, then I feel like it warrants asking around i feel yeah. like i feel like every rapper doesn't need to have that scrutiny because not every rapper is is that thing and, and, and yeah. it's just an unfair 
like prejudice to be putting on people. Actually, it, now that I think about it, like given the fact that how uh, African Americans are treated by the law, if you're going to start like screening them for uh, like criminal histories, that's not going to be fair because the system. No, not but not, not just rappers. I think everyone, like regardless of who you are, I think everyone should get a screening. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think I think we're gonna step into a, into a conversation. It's gonna yeah. be so far <laughs> off that yeah, yeah. we're never gonna come back out of it. We're never gonna come back. But I'm I'm gonna let my points go at this point. <laughs> All right. right. So uh, moving moving on to our our next topic, which is not very controversial, but it does fit perfectly in line with the the individual who's it's about. Dex Snyder, uh, kind of recently. Uh, well, he's he's been he's been saying a lot of stuff uh, of late. Uh, none of it like controversial, just more of his insights on his universe. Uh, and I think the, the one thing that I, I heard him say uh, was that like he was he doesn't understand why people are upset about the Martha moment in uh, Batman v Superman. He thought it was like the emotional linchpin of the film, and I was just like. Yeah, I know. An emotional linchpin for a guy who's more into the action porn, you know. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. For him. For him. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then that followed with this week's news where he purposely hid phallic symbols all over the place on Krypton. Well, did he per- hide them or purposely just include them? <laughs> yeah, they were pretty overt, bro. Like, no, no, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I he noticed said, them. No, I know, but that he hit. Them. There's no fool oh. in anyone. Those those shits oh, yeah. look like dicks. Like, he's down. not subtle. He's I know subtle about him. I know he's a, he, he's he's a small man with a big mouth and a, and a, lot, a bunch of ego. Um, yeah, I when I first saw that the film originally, I was like. Does look like penises. They were all penises. <laughs> I didn't quite pick up that the, the, like the planet's like dome was a penis, but I, just, I, I wasn't looking that hard. Like I wasn't going into the film looking for dick symbols. <laughs> like this, it, it this wasn't super bad. Like I just <laughs> I didn't need to. <laughs> and, and also, like his, his reasoning for hiding these genitalia wasn't because he was like you know trying to say like you know superman's the man so therefore like all the kryptonians that like he was like oh no it was a reference to uh, the genetic process slash uh breeding processes of krypton i was like so are you saying that krypton is so repressed from not making babies on like the old-fashioned way that they decided to make penises everywhere as part of their architectural design you, you you know what though as much as that's stupid I almost kind of like Darcy. Come on, man! Don't give it to this guy. No, no, no. Because here, here, here's the thing, right? Um, A lot of cultures in 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 the world have used phallic symbols. Okay. Almost all of them. The only reason I know this is because when I my one trip to Amsterdam, my 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 dad and and stepmother were like, "Oh, you want to check out a museum? It it was a sex museum, and in the sex museum." They showcase how penises are in every culture's history. Yes, Umar, in your history, in my history, no, 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 no. I know. I just, I'm just saying that, like, they, they, people do actually use it in cultures as a show of fertility and other types of things. I, bro. We were in Amsterdam. It was already weird, okay? <laughs> Bro, it was noon, and I saw the red light district, okay? Like, because it's, it's everywhere, okay? But, um, 
it was actually surprisingly educational because like th- <laughs> th- things like this, okay? Like women would carve like breasts into like the guy's blade, like in the, in the hilt of his blade before he go off to war to remind him of her and stuff like that. Weird, stupid stuff. It, just, it is funny. what it is. But, really but you know what though? Like it doesn't. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> so that's tight. That's tight. <laughs> you don't need women like that, bro. To carve like breasts in into our like clothing and shit. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So I'm just saying, like, yes, it's ridiculous, and no, it does not age well. But at the same time, there's almost something about it I appreciate. It's stupid because I feel like he he could have. If he was going to do that, I think he should have done that with somebody else overseeing it as well to help add another layer to it. I feel like there's, you, you could have had a smarter way of doing it. He just kind of like threw that stuff in there. Literally on par for me as Joel Schumacher putting nipples on all the bat suits. Mm, yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> it, it's a step below that for me. Because okay. it was better design. It was like at least he at least he had some logic. The other one was just like it made no there's just no logic to it. Well, sorry, sorry. Are you going to tell me that Joel Schumacher's nipples made less sense than Zack Snyder's dick fal- or like phallic symbol uh, architecture? Look, it's bad logic. It's it can be bad reasoning, but to say that a society of people that don't have sex do phallic symbols makes more logic than why would Batman need nipples in a fight? Okay. Argue that. Argue why the nipples have more logic. His reasoning than- was that he was, uh, like, uh, sorry, Joel Schumacher's reasoning was that he was imitating the Greek, uh, like, form that has been played throughout history. I found that equally as stupid as because, you know, Krypton is sexually repressed. And also, why was it all dicks there were women in charge oh i definitely agree that's where i'm feeling like somebody else could help make that smarter they should have been all the phallic symbols like spread out through different places what are you your views on this tactics <laughs> i have no views i, I honestly I, like it i didn't really care to be honest it was just like <laughs> whatever like okay cool i like i knew about like like similar to darcy i knew like I knew about the dicks because it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> subtle, man. It was just like the dicks are like the shape the ships are in the sh- the shape of dicks that are flying up into the sky, and I'm like, yeah, those definitely look like dicks. Like there's no <laughs> like I have never seen a ship look like that before. <laughs> so it's not, it's not I like, at all. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I, I get the reference, but moving on. <laughs> you know, I gotta give it to them on the fact that they fundamentally like for like these little prisons for people, they at least structurally kind of made some sense. Like they were the shape of a human being. It looked kind of like a sarcophagus. It had a wide base on the bottom just to make sure that you, you, you wouldn't fall over. <laughs> and it was a great reference to uh ejecting into space <laughs> they had and it had little balls on it too at the bottom <laughs> i know that's the wide base in the bomb so it doesn't topple over so, so zod was like trapped sperm or some shit like, <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh it, bro it, it's like it's like putting sperm on ice yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll store we'll store that away later. Maybe we'll make some humans the next year. Oh, anyway, um, so moving on. 
Oh, I love torturing you sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I definitely gave you both aneurysms last time with the Mortal Kombat thing, so might as well like give me this one with, for this ridiculous aspect. Yep. Uh, anyway, so uh, moving on. Uh, so a short uh, geeky news. So uh, uh, Riri Williams, uh, the character Riri Williams, who also eventually becomes Iron Heart, which is essentially the um, Essentially, she's uh, she's the next in line to inherit Tony Stark's empire and also become the next Iron Heart. Uh, like, there's Iron Man, Iron Heart's the the one that replaces him. So uh, she has been cast, uh, and they're making that film right now. Uh, they got the actress. Um, oh God, what's her name? Dominique Thorne, I think. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, that was recently cast. Uh, how how do you guys feel about that? It's a film or a TV show. I thought it was a film. No, I, I'm, uh, ask, I'm asking. I I actually don't know. Uh, I'm hitting the article right now. I thought it was a film, but now like I'm worried. It could be. I'm. I was just asking because you said film, no. and so I was original series. Oh, good. Good for them. Good for Disney. You know. You know what though? Like, I want. I'm happy they're doing a lot of these series because it's more content uh, spread out. But two, I feel like if you're going to build up someone replacing Iron Man, I feel like one movie could be too short. There's, I think there's just there's so much emotion that I feel like you need to you need, you need to pace it a little bit. So even if it was like five episodes, I feel like you just need to flush it out and make people believe that transition. You know. I agree because honestly, like Iron Man is beloved, and Robert Downey Jr. is beloved. If you get a replacement who's uh, an unnamed uh, and also let's let's be be real about it, like an unnamed black woman to replace uh, Iron Man, there are going to be some people who are going to be stupid about it. So there's going to be people stupid about it no matter what. We just have to be good enough that like the people who would back her don't hate her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like the people who back her won't hate her. Like so like they they are uh, like. Don't get me wrong. I wanted to believe in Captain Marvel as well, but that film wasn't the best. So, like, you know, we definitely needed more uh, female-led superhero films, and the only thing we had was the first Wonder Woman movie. We know what we all thought about the second one. Uh, I would say, yeah. uh, and then we didn't get, we still haven't gotten black. <laughs> to <tear> your face. <laughs> it's, it's a trigger. It's a trigger. It's like, we're not going to get past me, man. Touchy <laughs> subject, but uh, we we still haven't gotten Black Widow yet either. Oh God, I can't wait for that. You know the thing with with, with yo, with, when is that coming out? We don't know. It keeps getting delayed. Oh my gosh! I'm so cl- clearly, we got some pivotal pivotal content in that movie because they they're timing that thing because like they don't they don't want us to know until they want us to know. That's- no, they wanted to specifically for a film or like a theatrical release. They that, don't that, want it on, online. Uh, that's true too. You know the one thing about Captain Marvel though, that mm. movie, that movie was as average. Like it, on, no, on the, it was not yeah, a it, bad film. It just wasn't a good one. You, you know, like the problem was is it's mostly, it's like it where like it was good, in the sense of if you were to go pre Civil War, right? Like, yeah. like it was it was on par with some of those films. And one, just where it came in between. It came between what Infinity War and, Ga- and Endgame. Didn't like it show up in yeah. that, that. Not 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 a good place for an average film. Uh, <laughs> like nope. And two, Ant Man kind of made it work because like it, it had a really good ending. Yeah, but 
yeah yeah like it was needed but yeah it definitely could have been stronger yeah. um yeah for sure so uh and then our final uh, geeky news before we get on to our uh big topics uh for this one uh what was uh is the fact that raya the last dragon or raya and the last dragon is coming out this friday on disney plus for premium access i'm definitely going to pay the extra money uh because you know a got to support uh the film b you know southeast asians now there is some controversy oh, by the way it's getting 97 percent on rotten tomatoes right now okay. you just like southeast asians with like no extra information it just sounded no, 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 no. i know i, 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 I want to get out this like the fact that it's getting 97 percent before i get to the controversy so it is focused on southeast asian culture but the controversy is uh disney pretty much hired exclusively exclusively for east asian uh cast i get the frustration but we're still like, uh, in my opinion, we're still getting baby steps in terms of like progress, uh, diversity in uh, films. The fact that we were able to get a, like not a single white dude on there, I'm pretty happy with it. And also, it's a female-led film, so that's also another thing for me to support it. Yeah, I mean, I'm game for more of these female-led films, from the perspective that like a lot of times you have certain these storylines that um, feel tired when it's men just because it's like it, it, there's not so much new that they can tell and then when yeah. you you know you have a, a, a female version sometimes of, this, of a very similar storyline it still it feels fresh and new because there are new elements to it that you just wouldn't tell in the other way and I, and I feel like that will breed for when you do have stories with men they won't feel as stale and repeat repeated because they won't be repeated in as much volume so yeah also like I, i'm glad that kelly tran gets to get like like she got screwed over by the star wars uh uh franchise i just want her to like oh kelly oh, trans this one she's the lead oh damn that's good how about you, you uh any excitement for raya can i be completely honest with you guys i have not seen the trailer <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I honestly have no idea what this movie is about. <laughs> Yo, it's it's it, I I don't know how how to quite describe it, but uh it is it's like a badass 3D animated film. It looks like it's going to be great. Um it, it, I don't know. I got I got I got what, what 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 movies would you say it's a cross between? It kind of reminds me a little bit of like a legend of Korra meets um Mulan-ish. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was going to say Avatar, but Legend of Korra is a better a better yeah. It feels more cross. like a, like a Mulan and a Legend of Korra hooked uh, got together. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> hooked up. All right. <laughs> so, uh we'll uh, move on from that cuz by the way, T, if I were to send you the trailer, would you watch it or nah? You already did. Honest. No, I mean again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> you know you don't have to lie to me, right? <laughs> I do when I'm on camera. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, next of it is like one of the big ones. Uh, so all of us watched the the new uh, uh, season premiere. Did you uh, of Superman and Lois? I've seen the second episode too. I've seen the second episode too. How about you, T? No. Can I be completely honest with you guys? I have not. <laughs> uh, right. lead-in. There's more words in the lead-in than in the yeah. All right. So, like, we will only be discussing the first episode. So, those of you who haven't seen Superman and Lois and don't want to hear any spoilers, just stop watching right now or click into the time uh, skip to go to our next topic. So, 
Darcy, how about you start off this discussion and review? So, first things first, I'm still flabbergastedly surprised that I like something from CW right now. Uh, yeah, sorry, I forgot you 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 did um what you call it uh, a review uh, earlier on. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I was really surprised that I enjoyed a CW property and ironically like the flash is back now and mm. you know I had it took it took me two sit downs to finish that first episode and and like I'm done Superman and Lois episodes and I'm like yo I like I want to see the next one I want to see where it's going now there there's goods and some bads right mm-hmm. uh so the 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 good part is that the, the heart of the show is so amazing the family um the uh what is brought to Clark Kent and every time he's Superman with, around the family is really really awesome. There's um, a scene, it's a sad scene where he loses his mother, and oh, it's like it's so impactful because you you he gets that phone call, and you and and they're doing a good job here. They're they're doing less exposition, so he gets the phone call, and you just know something is wrong, and your immediate guess is like because they'd preface earlier his mom was like uh, uh, you know on the phone and so you, you knew this was coming right and then it was like and the exact feeling of like his, his mom is dying you know some people will like panic some people will like not do anything and you just know he's gonna blast the hell out of there like he's not gonna care that he's in the office and how to get out of there he's gonna fly from that exact spot and it's just boom and you can just see Lois stand there like like this is serious yeah, and and she just knows what like what like 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 whatever, and then he's like flies there, and he knows, and he gets there, and the doctor's like, <clears throat> Clark, like, how did you? Well, and then she's talking about his mother, like it doesn't matter, and he's yeah. just like, that's how much he doesn't care. He showed up from Metropolis to Smallville in probably like thirty seconds. Yeah, not feasible. Like like she, he's like, what? You you were in Smallville around the corner, like literally, that's where he would have had to been, driving up the thing. Anyways. I, I love the heart of the show. Where where the show's failing me a little bit. One, I do like the Man of Steel aesthetic and I don't like the Man of Steel aesthetic. So what I do like about the Man of Steel aesthetic is this the how the shots are composed compared to like say the CW. CW is all these always tight shots, close to the face, the sets feel fake, everything around you, you, do, you never get a, a feeling of the world. You just feel like there's just people and a set behind them. And it's just always up close, like a sitcom or something. Whereas yeah. with this show, you get to see the world. You get to see what where, where they're in. They're not always standing so close. It just it feels like a film, right? Like they they really yeah. thought about how to position people. What I don't like just way too much green in the color. There's just too much freaking green. Like, like I mean, I don't need to be bright if you want to make it grounded. That doesn't bother me that much, but it's just too much freaking green. I don't get it. Like, it's just, it. sometimes it looks just disgusting. And I'm like, you just need to, like, back off that filter. Um, but, yeah, that, 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 these are my initial thoughts. I'm going to stop talking. T, how about you? What were your <laughs> thoughts of, like, the, the first episode? Uh, I have a similar sentiment to the show as Darcy. I really, really was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Um, going into the Superman, going into the show, you know, because I'm like, I like Superman, but I feel like unless he's given a really good story arc, he's kind of a bland character. And there is no, there. It, sometimes a lot of the, his, the way he's been depicted, there, it lacked heart. Like Man of Steel, I, I didn't have, like I still enjoyed Man of Steel, but there is a, 
there was an element of uh there was an element missing from the the overall lore of Superman that um I really wish they included in there. And I feel like they were kind of um hinting at that in Justice League and then never really got to it. So hopefully we see that in uh the Zack Snyder Cup. But anyway, I digress. <clears throat> Going back to the show, yeah, I, I really enjoyed um like I, like initially I didn't like I didn't like what what's the actor's name who plays uh Tyler Hoshan. Yeah, I wasn't really feeling him in like his depiction on uh yeah, Supergirl. We, we yeah. But uh he really sold me on 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 this show. Like given his own show because I feel like uh and John Campia said this too where like Superman I I guess rightfully so has to kind of take a back seat when he's being a guest star on Supergirl. Yeah. But it just it that dynamic just never sat right with me because it was like you're superman you're supposed to you're not supposed to be weaker or get thrown around or tossed around like you're just nothing right so i didn't really i never really liked how they portrayed him on supergirl but here he ha he gets to shine in his own element and he really really stepped up and he he's now starting to sell me on both his portrayal of uh superman and his portrayal as clark kent mm -hmm. um Lois, you know, she's she's there. She's she's doing her thing. It's it's all good. Um <clears throat> I uh I often had to kind of look at the bottom right corner to make sure I'm like, am I watching a CW show? Because it does not feel like CW at all. Like I feel like it's on like another it was from another network. It does it like yeah. if you watched The Flash and and this show back to back like Darcy did, I'm I'm willing to bet you would you would could tell them apart. Like it's just like they they're on two different networks it seems right, um, but the thing is so with CW and if you look at some of their other superhero shows like um like for example Arrow, season one I, I know uh, I know um Umar you as a whole just did not like Arrow, but I found season one to be amazing and probably the closest thing to a good. Batman show, and I say that in quotes because they uh, they took a lot of of shit from Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins series, but that was the closest thing to a Batman show that I feel like we're ever going to get. Um, hopefully, I'm I'm wrong about that, but no, nah, man, we got the Batwoman show. Man, okay, we're just gonna disregard that comment. I know you were joking, but <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> uh, no, I it hurts. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, I, I was like coming in like the like the like the CW executives. Like, but no, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know they were thinking that, yo. Like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so Arrow first season was was great, and then it kind of took a downward spiral. Same with Smallville. Smallville season one, I don't care what anyone says, Smallville season one was fucking amazing, and then, yeah, it just, it kind of just went to shit. You, uh, you don't kill me with Smallville, is when I was young, it, it was the promise of what the show was going to give you. Yeah. And then it just, it was like that girl who made you feel like you were going to become something, but just kept telling you you were just friends. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and you just never got there. And then finally, by the end, you're like, I'll just do it to myself and leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I feel that. I feel that. No, I, I really liked Smallville uh, season one, though, because I remember like it was like the first season was really, really dark. There was one episode that really sticks to mind where the guy, he gets um, he, he gets thrown into some... Uh, pond like some frozen pond or whatever that's like in fact that's infested with like kryptonite and he gets this power where he's like um he has to absorb people absorb people's heat or else he dies and he breaks into some girl's house and while she's showering and like takes all of her heat she freezes 
and then she falls in the shower and shatters the pieces. And I was like, oh shit, like that's that's some dark shit, right? But anyway, again, I digress. Um, yeah, the show. So I I feel like I'm I'm hoping that the season remains or the the series remains strong, and it's not just like a CW trope where it's like, oh, the first season's really good, but then now we're gonna start adding all this bullshit and changing it because drama. Yeah, like adding more drama, like the drama that they have right now so far, especially with the kids. I like, I like. Um, it's not too over the top for me. Uh, it's somewhat believable. Um, but I feel like there's a potential for them to push the envelope and be like, yeah, let's let's just overkill this whole thing, and and stick to those CW tropes that like we're all familiar with, which I strongly advise against. Um, vill- the villain is interesting. Um, I'm kind of curious as to where that goes. You guys obviously know more than I do at this point, considering that you guys watched the second episode. Um, yeah, that's as much as I can say. Like, there's there's enough action there, and there's an. Uh, I like the drama. I like the fact that they stuck with the original. Um, or Umar, I guess you can confirm this: the original way that uh, Pa Kent dies. Of the well, the thing is, like, Pocket has died on so many different ways. Uh, like, in the I like the heart attack element, though. I like that for me when I was watching it, it felt like a callback to Superman, yeah. Even though that's 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 not a big part of the the overall show with this, I just like the fact that they threw that in there and it's like, ah, okay, yeah, good. Man of Steel did that shit like terribly wrong. You know what? I'm actually happy, or I think that they almost did. He's like, when he died. He was like he was a kid, and it didn't look like he had his pop like like any any bit of his powers yet. Mm-hmm. And it felt to me like the way when he died, uh, especially being a heart attack, it was mm-hmm. that like um, where they were. It's like this is no Man of Steel. <laughs> like yeah. they were like yeah, yeah. there was nothing he could do, and yeah. and and and, and, like, and he was so young, so he wouldn't have been able to like I don't know listen for a heart murmur in advance because he wouldn't right. have been like there's just not enough education to be like mm-hmm. thinking of listening for a heart murmur at like a, mm-hmm. as like a young boy. So I, also, I, like, I felt it, like they were just like stepping away, like not Man of Steel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I felt it was a reference to the 1978 film because in that one he still had his powers and he yeah. said I had all these powers and I I couldn't even save him. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's, that's a good point. But regardless, I still just felt like they're like, we're just gonna put this in here, so you know we're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were you were saying T, uh, but you were uh, talking about uh, the Paul Kent and that. Yeah, all- yeah. I, I just I liked I like those little elements that they added in there. Um, yeah. Overall, I think it's 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 a good show so far. I'd give it a uh, if I had to rate it based off of my first viewing, I'd give it maybe a seven point eight. Darcy, you're a seven point five. Yeah, I think I I, I put down as a seven point five. Uh, my my only feeling besides that cinematography, like the greenness, is I'm a little worried when I see action. Like there's elements of the action that are cool, like when they fight and they go into what's like Korea or something like that. Like I like how it went around the world, but I, I liked how like you could see the world. But then there was like some of the CGI is a little bit weak because it is a show, it is CW, so they don't have so much budget. And some of the fights kind of remind, like some moments in fights, so the way they were shot, kind of reminded me of other CW shows. And then other parts of the fights didn't remind me of CW shows at all. And I just worried that like budgets will be tight. And it, as the season progresses, and we get more CW-looking <laughs> fights and plot lines, and 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 that's kind of where I'm like, it would be an eight, but I've I have a fear. Yeah, one thing that didn't make sense to me is that why was he, why was he keeping his powers a secret from his kids if he, there was a potential for them to 
inherit his powers as well. Like, wouldn't you want to get on that shit right away? No. no. Why not? Let me okay. So let, let me give my review, and then I'll, we'll get uh, like uh, like put a pin in that because I actually do want to talk about that. Yeah. Um. So for me, I would give this series a seven seven point five out of ten myself. Uh, I agreed with you what you guys said wholeheartedly. This did not feel like a CW show. Uh, there were like minor ish aspects of CW and that predominantly was focused on the kids. And I would say like the whole thing with the kids felt the most CW out of all of it. And it's also my least favorite aspect of this show. And frankly, it's not good for me because that's definitely going to be a, like they're not going to get rid of the kids. Cause that's the whole point of the show. Uh, so like, I'm going to have to figure out how to deal with that. I would say that the things that I liked Tyler Hoshlin I like I, I I talked to you guys about him before. He is literally the best Superman I've seen since Christopher Reeve. Uh, sorry, Darcy. I know you're a big Henry Cavill fan, uh, but like Tom Welling, uh, Dean Kane, and also Henry Cavill. I had a lot of hope for Henry Cavill, but it's not his fault. I don't blame him. I blame the source material that he was working with. I feel like he, we could see a real wholesome thing with the. Uh, he could have gotten it right. It's just that he wasn't given a chance to. So yeah. like, I'm not blaming him. I'm blaming them. But like with Tyler Hoechlin, he was he has been given the right uh, stuff, and he's been doing it the right way. The only thing I'm not a huge fan of is I don't like his new suit. Uh, but then again, I wasn't a big fan of the last suit either. But it's like this one; it looks like the suit is trying to make him look bigger. Yeah, <laughs> it's, make, it's making his head look smaller. I, I, that bugs me. Like honestly, like yeah, he's slender. So either commit to him being slender and give exactly. him a tighter suit. And exactly. he's like, Superman, yes, is historically big, but. Because he's an alien, that that's just our view on things. He could be regular sized and still extremely strong. So uh, like, just commit to his size. And also, his size is like if like not like for all the women who probably enjoy this. You take off his shirt; he's not gangly. He's not like anything. He's a built dude. So it's it's fine. Give him uh, like a skin tight shirt. It's not going to be bad. We're not looking at like a a Patty Pattinson situation here. Yeah, I know. Uh, It just it just looks like you like he's like. Regular clothing, and then he's like, he goes to fight, and it's like, what is he flex? <laughs> like, and uh, and puff out before he gets into a fight. Yeah. Like, so uh, now in terms of like uh, Lois, I'm still getting used to the actress. I like, I haven't really seen her that much before, so I, I'm kind of, I'm just getting used to her. I'm not a huge fan of the fact that they're undercutting her character, uh, and like like making her less feminist as as they want her to be. I do. Lo- I'm with you guys. I love the relationship that they have. Uh, I like the fact that, um, like, the human element is my favorite part. And going back to what you were saying, Darcy, like, the scene <laughs> with his mom, the fact that like Superman, like, just bolted, didn't fucking care. He just bolted because his mom was sick. He gets to see, and like, the Man of Steel is brought down to his knees in tears and is like nearly broken from the death of his mother and even the cinematography in that scene like they kept focusing on specific random aspects like the doorknob the like the bed frame the hand he's doing everything he can not to look at his mother and see her dead face like this is cw do, like doing it right as opposed to what it has done the entire run of its series also um uh now this uh like i love the human elements of like with like general lane but also like they i love the callback to superman 3 even though that movie was kind of weak when he like fro like he's using arctic breath 
Yeah. When has he ever used Arctic Breath in like the last decade? Yeah, there, that and, was a sick opening. Yeah, like and oh, and also like he he freezes it, brings it into just like in Superman three, brings it in, and we're just like, okay, I, like I'm digging it. Like I can see the Man of Steel being the Man of Steel, but then he's being Clark and he's being a good Clark. Like when he first meets Lois for the first time, and uh, and also like the fact that like his kids are even like Dad can't even put up a Christmas tree without knocking everything over, and I'm like. Thank you. Like this is Clark Kent and Superman, and Tyler, you're you're killing it. And uh, like his even his interactions with his father-in-law, like his father-in-law who used to hate him, now has to like be on his side because he's married. But also he's there for his grandkids, and his grand like they've they've given uh, the kids like one's a superstar, one's got mental health issues. I don't think they're doing it very well, but like you know, nonetheless they're, they're trying, which is a lot better than what they've ever done before. And like you think one is going to have the powers, the other one gets it instead. I like that dynamic. I'm not enjoying the actors they got going for it. Like the, the dude who's like they go into a bar and he comes out finding out that they have like a, a spaceship and he freaks out. I'd be like, Yo, Dad, you had a spaceship? You tell me everything. I wouldn't be like, How could you lie to me? But again, CW. Yeah. But nonetheless, like uh, going back to what you were saying, tactics. Why wouldn't he tell him? In my mind. His reasoning is completely sound. They're like they're kids, they're teenagers. He is literally having to keep his secret for himself and protect himself because if the secret gets out, not only will he be in trouble, the family is going to be in trouble. And of course you're not gonna tell a child this big of a secret. Yeah, so, but okay, but the thing is if they have an inherit if they have inherited his powers as well then that's irresponsible because if they don't know that he's if they don't if they don't know that they have these powers and they go out and they're they're living their average everyday lives and then they actually injure or kill somebody then who is who's taking the responsibility for that but he but uh, the, there was a point where he's like the test in uh, the fortress was uh, uh was saying that like they they didn't have like it was like basically he was saying that like the tests in fully confirmed that they had powers even at all or that they ever would but there's so, a, there is still a chance that they could have power so why wouldn't you why wouldn't you play the odds like he, he had the dichotomy of the problem which is like one half is like yeah so he, you say into in prevention but the other problem and they talked about the, this too is that like what if he, they tell them about it and they never get powers and then that develops into feelings of inferiority right yeah, resentment and jealousy. And so he had that, like, there is no right answer. He just had to make one. And yeah, but he, there's, there's more of a risk involved if he doesn't tell them. Tell not them. necessarily. Because he, because if how, they, how not? Because if, he, if they do just get the a power... Likely- it's just as likely, just as likely that they wouldn't get powers if for it's them 50, to get powers. It's 50-50. Yes, yeah. but you're also thinking about, like, these are children. And their development is important. And if you burden them with a secret this big, and also they're seeing their father like disappearing, potentially for life-threatening situations, and also they're being neglected, and also the fact that they're not developing powers themselves, that's a lot for children to handle, that they, that they will go down a difficult path. Dude, I understand that. But, okay, look what happened in the first episode with, uh, with him, when he, with, with the, the other kid. Jordan and yeah, Jordan and he got mad and set and created a whole explosion. What if he had he had done that to somebody's body and just exploded that person? 
the the psychological yeah. damage that could that that kid could endure from that considering that he's already suffering from a mental illness like that's that's a huge risk man and it, that's, that's that's the point though it is a huge risk and he had to make a decision on which half of the huge risk was the one though he has certainty of potentially ruining the psyche and the other half is it might turn horrible but i he chose the side of like it might turn horrible over the side of i know more than likely it's going to be a bad thing i just think that's a bad that's a bad risk to take because he okay because consider the fact that when he came to smallville as a kid he had the guidance of his parents to help him with his powers if this if this were the case where it goes 50 50 or it goes in the in the other direction in the sense that they start developing powers because there's a potential risk that they could um gain powers and if they don't know where they're coming from and they're in the heat of the moment and get triggered emotionally and end up killing somebody as a result of their powers going out of control then that's a huge risk that Clark has to now take on and then on top of that the psychological implications that are going to be put on the kid for ha having had done that but also think of it this way like he has been watching them closely and testing them throughout their childhood he hasn't been watching them close he's been he hasn't even been around that, that's that, that's already been established in the first season in the first season. Lo but Lois Always. is watching them and and the thing is like they have consistently for I, I forget how old they are right now but they have been consistently shown to be Exactly the same for yeah. the majority of the They're life. also teenagers. The the parents can't always be around. Like, how, like, are you yeah. when you were growing up? Were your parents always around, monitoring yeah, every single thing that you were doing? But what we're saying is, like, you, like if you tell them, it is going to cause psychological harm. Absolutely, and also the thing is, like, with Clark and with his situation, they only started telling him about the fact that he had, well, I don't know how they did it in the TV series, but like they only started telling him when he started developing powers and they started developing powers pretty quickly. So that they had to tell him, they had to show him that I'm fairly certain if he never developed powers, Martha and uh, Jonathan probably would have waited until he was like old enough in their mind and mature enough to handle the fact that he was adopted, let alone from another planet. Yeah. But I think that with that, being the case i think he should have saw that situation based off of how he grew up and what his parents did and say you know what i should do things differently and take initiative and tell my kids regardless yeah well i mean at the end of the day we're not gonna agree and i think that end of itself means that we have better content in our hands we have a, a difficult human decision and not every human is going <clears> to <throat> answer it the same way you yeah. know and so you know he he had the, the like so you motherfuckers wouldn't tell your kids that you had power that like really if if it was this if it was like 50 50 and like again we're, we're assuming 50 50 but like if it's 50 50 that nothing is going to happen i'm not going to burden them with all this sort of stuff especially like it also depends like are, am i superman in this situation or is it just powers in general i guess it's superman okay so if it's superman mm -hmm. i would be well, I'd be watching him and testing him every year uh, and predominantly wanting to see. But if he is consistently shown not to be having that capabilities, uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to really yeah. tell. 
Yeah, and uh, and what you would also, never tell him, never, I, ever. I would say never, but like I, until he is like mature and capable enough to handle the situation. But also remember, I, I can't like I need him to get past the point where he wants to like tell someone uh, that like his dad's Superman because he he wants to impress someone. Yeah, I, I honestly I wouldn't be telling them until they're ad- adults and have been through some some situations in their life. N- n- nothing's ever going to be relative, but enough situations to to know what it means to be like an adult and some of the stuff you have to go through. And, it's a heavy burden, man. And I just wouldn't the, have kids. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't think they thought that they were going to either. But um, wrap it up, I, Superman. You're like, come on, man. <laughs> you, you know, you know, one thing though, um, I'm sure that that wouldn't help. Um, <laughs> uh, or pull out, bro. <laughs> you know, one other thing I also think that also plays a factor here, not not a huge one, but I think like, well, one, actually two pieces. One, him and his wife made a decision together, so that, that plays a part of it too. Like, it's not just him. And two, um, uh, they're the the general too. I I know that you, you gotta know that general is also watching them like crazy, yeah. and in the, in the perspective that like the mother and the father are gonna see them every day, and you know they're gonna be like debating on what they see because they're seeing the everyday progression. And that man's gonna come in because he was not holding back, right? He can't. He'll come in and be like, "This, this is uh, this is how I see it." But the thing I also liked about him, just kind of switch topics a little bit, is that. When I I wasn't really thinking about like the name of the show until he came in and he said like you're not married to Clark you're married to Superman yeah. and I was like that's why it's Superman and Lois not Lois and Clark it is Superman and Lois this show is going to be all about the dichotomy of being Superman and what that means to to everything that's like the human aspect of the show so yeah and I I also like the fact that uh like general lane who was like a big enemy of superman for like the early years like he 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 spends time with his grandkids he, he takes them out uh uh like for like fishing and stuff he's trying to bring jordan out of his shell he's trying to be he's trying he's proud of uh who uh jonathan is becoming and at the same time he like he gets in his daughter's face he's like yo you can't stop your husband from doing shit. And it's like, oh, I can. And he's like, then you're costing lives. And uh, it also, like, the fact that, like, we had this big of a debate over, like, what is the right or wrong situation is the fact that, I mean, the CW did this. Yeah. And, like, a, a TV show on that show actually creates something for us to actually have a debate over. And none of us are like, yo, that, that was handled stupidly. Uh, like, that was written badly. Uh, the acting was all atrocious. We're like, yo, we're on the same page, but we just have different opinions of why. why. Yeah. yeah, it's really good storytelling. Yeah, we're not all here saying, this is how they should have done it. <laughs> yeah, and, and honestly, the, 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 for me, I have an issue, as I said before, with the kids. The kids are, like, the only... Like, the fight sequences, I know, Darcy, you're, you have a, your thing with it, but for me, compared to what we've had in the past, I'm actually quite pleased with this depiction of Superman. Uh, not, not to give spoilers, but in the second episode, it kind of furthered my opinion of that. Uh, now, then again, I do kind of see the point of they're going to run out of money soon, and so therefore they're going to start coming back on some shit. But uh, nonetheless, I I like I cannot believe I'm saying this, but I actually like the series. And what I love is the fact that it's taking it from the perspective of let's not make Superman a god among men. It's like let's show the humanity of someone with godlike powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really good. Uh, I'm I'm two episodes in, and I can't wait for a third. And it's one of the few shows right now that I'm actually excited to see. I'm not just kind of watching it out of like to fill the time. 
Yeah. I will say I have been, and we'll just touch on this a little bit because we have about uh, a few minutes left, but like the controversy towards Superman and Lois actually bothered me a lot. Uh, I, I can see the beginning signs of it, just the beginning signs of it. I really hope, I really fucking hope that they do not, they do not let it get out of control. But the controversy is that the head writer who was, um, I forget her name, but she, she was a black woman who basically was trying to limit the amount of Me Too movements that was being done uh, T, we lost you. He 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 messed up his uh, webcam, aka his high end camera. Just keep talking. Just okay. Let's ignore that. <laughs> uh, and and uh, yeah, so like uh, he, she kind of was trying to limit the amount of Me Too uh, comments that were coming in the writers' room, but also she was trying to like broaden Lois's storyline more and to actually bring in more diversity into the show, uh, not making them like you know either C or D level characters and or villains. And that wasn't really being appropriately uh, well received by CW, so she got fired. Uh, what are yeah. you guys' views on that? You know, I'm 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 saddened to hear that. I'm hoping it doesn't turn into a big negative, um, but uh, it uh, um, I could definitely see that. You know, especially with where they're telling the show, Smallville, small white town, like like the the. the, the they won't give a whole lot of diversity, uh, even though they should, because it's modern era. So people would have moved all over the place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm saying with you, I just hope it doesn't turn into a big deal. Exactly. Attack, you still there? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Nice. Um, sorry, I got distracted. I heard I did not hear any of that. So yeah, you can just move on. You guys. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, So the controversy is uh, uh, the head writer. She got fired for trying to limit, uh, trying to stop all the like the Me Too negative comments that, uh, that are in the writers' room, uh, not to make uh, like Lois have a nothing storyline, and also uh, trying to like bring more diversity into the cast that isn't like a C or D, C or D level character that's also uh, a villain. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I agree with that. I don't. I, 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 it sucks that she got fired. I, I definitely do think that this show could use some diversity, and um, especially um, in regards to the comment about Lois, I feel like she doesn't really have much to do right now, and which is weird considering that it's Superman and Lois. It, it yes, just, that was that was actually her exact statement. It's like I'm trying to give a proper storyline for Lois because her name is in the title. Yeah, it might, the show might as well be Superman featuring Lois Damn. occasionally. Right? Like, <laughs> it, it, so I, yeah, I don't know. I um, I, and like he t basically took his wife and moved her into like the middle of buttfuck nowhere, and it's Lois Lane he did this to. Yeah, like is she now? Is she unemployed? Like is she not working at the Daily Planet anymore? Like what's going on with that? You'll find out. Wait, second episode. Gotcha. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. But but like uh, uh, even the first episode, I, that was my question. I'm like, did she just quit her job and move into the yeah. to a farm? And yeah. dude has school. He's on the varsity team or some shit. And like, yeah, yeah, just, they, they definitely have some flushing out to do there. They, they were that. way too chill about moving to small. <laughs> I'm like, if that was me, I'd be like, what? Like, yeah. I got a girlfriend back home, yo. I can't just move. Exactly. They were just like, yeah. oh, yeah, cool, dad. We can like, you know, lift some hay and like, you know, ride around the tractor and like attend to the crops and shit. I'm like, what? No. Y'all are city folk. Like, you don't, this is not what you do. Like, you wouldn't be that the, chill about it. I love the scene when, like, uh, they're at, at the house and, he, like, he's talking to the girlfriend and he's like, hey, Eliza. And I'm like, that's yeah. such a Clark thing to do. <laughs> oh. Crazy, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. And also, how close is is Smallville to to to, to Metropolis? Anyways, it's like I think like a three hour drive or something. Yeah. Okay. Seems I'm, that way. Yeah. I'm just like 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 I never get get that sense in any anything ever superman so i'm like how far is this like how how big of a move are they doing right is it like three hours or like three states (laughs) (laughs) yeah well all right guys uh we're uh running out of time so we're gonna wrap things up here i'm your boy tactics yo it's just darcy and this is big geek umar like and subscribe and live long and prosper i fucked it up again (laughs) (laughs) later y'all